0: If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of Guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes, We need to focus that search, focus that fire, and so we come together. Join us, join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat, recorded live on August 9th, 2019, over on twitch.tv slash chat. As always, I want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This week's episodes are going to be focused around exploring the topic of the menagerie. This particular episode will serve as what we lovingly call the introductory segment of the week's ex- exploration. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who we all have with us on the show tonight. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86. Next up, we have our own master social media, the one and only Green Eyed Music Lover. Green, I hope you're doing well. How has the week treated you so far?
1: I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. The, this ki- the week kind of sucked. Um... I had somebody try to hack into my PSN account this morning, and they the only reason I caught it is because I noticed an email, because, you know, PSN will send you out an email saying, hey, your your thing has been successfully changed. If this is not you, please contact our support system. So I had that pop up this morning and had to call PSN customer service and get it everything reverted back. And then when I tried to log on to my PlayStation account, I knew because I had to go change my password and everything that I would have to log in. That was fine. But when I went to log in, I was actually locked out because the person who had tried to get into everything had tried to enter the password in too many times and locked me out. So I had to reset my password again. Long story short, do the two-step um verification if you have not already.
0: Always I've do two factor. Way. Yeah. Always do yeah. two factor authentication.
1: Yeah, so definitely please do that. You don't want to have to go through what I did today. It wasn't like customer service was great. PSN was great. I was in and out in 20 minutes as far as like getting everything reverted back to where it needed to be. Uh, Didn't have any grief from them at all for it. So they did well. Just make sure you're protecting yourself because they will get in there. Anyway.
0: Also change your password every 90 days. As a general rule, um, and and don't anyways. Okay, before I get down that stint, uh, okay. And last but definitely not sorry, that's part of like my job. Uh, and last but definitely not least, in the hot seat as guest co-host, we have our good friend, a fractured Winky, all the way from man, like actually literally across the world, nearly. Winky, how are you doing tonight, today ish? It's almost afternoon. it's a little late <laughs> tonight. You know it's the weekend. I'm I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me on. Definitely, definitely. So as usual, I wanna give us a bit of a rundown on where we can find you out in the world and the internet. Okay, so literally everywhere. <laughs> just
2: double checking. He's in yep. your yep. closet right now. Hey, Winky's everywhere. He's <laughs> he's just everywhere. I fractured Winky on every social channel except for Blizzard, because they couldn't fit sixteen characters for some reason. <laughs> so
0: Fair enough. Yep.
1: Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, go for it, Green.
1: I was going to start off. Because we're doing the new format and everything, we actually get to have a little bit of time to get to know our guests a little better. So i got some questions for you. Hey, we figured out where we can find you. But what is your favorite story in Destiny? What's your favorite piece of lore?
2: It's definitely the factions that haven't been expanded upon properly. Okay. Nice. Um, Nice. So... We started to get somewhere towards the end of Destiny One, learning more about the factions and what goes on with the um, I forget the name. Is it the consortium? Or- yeah, the consensus. So, yeah, that's the one. Um, and how all that that works with the the city politics. We started to get a bit more insight with that in Destiny One, but it's sort of you know floated away with Destiny Two for the time being. Mm-hmm. I, I I've always wanted to know more about the inner workings of how the city operates. And that was definitely an an awesome door into it for me, including I want to say Lysander. It's been a while since I mm-hmm. said the name. Yeah, for the
0: Concordant. that the...
2: yeah that one? Yep. Um, we we got a, a good look into nice. the, the known history of him and his his faction, but
1: and his sparrow
2: and his sparrow that um, was nice bribing, bribing the guardians, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I, I I am disappointed to have not seen any fleshing of that since. Not but yet. I'm yeah.
1: Um, I will say after digging into audio files this week, I did find some interesting lines that are in the API that are not being used currently that are related to the faction. So Ooh. that is something I'm going to be digging into a little bit more. But there are ways, to, apparently, I am learning the ways of breaking into Destiny and finding the inner workings a little bit, but... There are some things out there that we have not seen that they have in their back pocket if they choose to bring that back out. But Would
2: you say it's related or potentially related to faction rallies?
1: I don't know if I could say that with any sort of confidence because it's very generalized. These are just voice lines, so things that you hear in the tower a lot of times related to the factions, new monarchy and whatnot, um, okay. where they're kind of grumbling about things. So there's nothing that really stands out of this is a faction rally or this is us out in the wild and you're going to compete against these these faction people and there's nothing that's so far stands out but i've got a very preliminary uh skimming of it at the moment but here's my follow-up question which faction did you primarily follow
2: i was i was a new monarchy yes. definitely <sighs> um Everyone, everyone's <laughs> entitled my, my, to their my... own opinion my my heart lies with New Monarchy, but my thirst for loot lies with Future War Cult.
1: Both and good answers.
2: Fuck both Dead wrong. Orbit. But both <laughs> wrong, but I mean, you know.
1: I mean, Hung Jury was the only thing that Dead Orbit had, just saying. And the color
0: so scheme. I pledged for a week just to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm, Hung Jury was so good.
1: Mm-hmm. So what got you into kind of diving into the lore a little bit?
2: Um... When Destiny first came out, I had a desk job and I did have a lot of spare time. So I spent a lot of that spare time sitting at my computer and reading through the Grimoire cards on Bungie.net. Nice. Um, I, I haven't had as much time since Destiny Two's come out due to different jobs, different city, et cetera, et cetera. But um, it, was, it was a deep dive. There was a lot more, I want to say juice in the lore mm-hmm. when it was Grimoire cards, mm-hmm. but um it, I, I was browsing the uh the destiny of the game subreddit almost every day reading all of everybody's uh, law theories back in the first couple of years of destiny and I never really contributed I just like to see everybody's theories and thoughts and I, I still do s-
1: yeah I will say this the development that of the new style of the book format um, there is not as much theory crafting that can be be done because we're getting semi-complete stories or at least semi-complete arcs now with there's the books.
2: less There's less um string on pin boards mm-hmm. connecting it, what to what.
1: Yeah. I think the the Thorn Quest, the stuff with Shin Malfer recently, um, we've been getting kind of a drawn-out revelation each time of what is going on, and you kind of get a feeling of what's going on, but the conclusion of it it doesn't feel like there's too much more beyond it at this point that we need to find. But that is me. So, okay, last one. What class in Destiny do you play and what subclass of that class do you play?
2: Warlock and whatever kills a t- Titan better. <laughs> that's a fair okay. answer. That's a fair uh-huh. answer. Yeah. 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 I mean, hunters, you just need to look at and they fall over. But Yeah, that's
1: pretty true at this point.
2: Yeah. It's... um. I've, I've always been Warlock. I've tried all classes. I have all classes, but every time I boot the game up, I start with Warlock, and I don't change over to the others unless I'm really, really bored.
1: You have certainly made our chat happy. Um, they are excited <laughs> that you're a Warlock, because we don't generally have too many people who come on the show that will admit to being a Warlock, because I don't, I don't know why. It's just... We're just two hunters hanging out, having fun, talking, but there's a lot of warlock, I guess. I don't know, slander?
2: I I mean, a lot of people are jealous of the warlock's good looks. and uh...
1: Good looks. (laughs) 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 Okay, so then what race are you playing?
2: Uh, I can't remember at the moment. I had to restart my main character, who was a female human when I moved over to PC, and I think I'm a male human now. Okay, I think, but I always leave the helmet on.
1: Yeah, I haven't taken my helmet off in a long time either.
0: Don't
2: worry, Shaq's do does too.
1: It's yeah, I'm just <laughs> glad it doesn't start to smell. Um, so
2: I, I have, am a human uh, mile. I just checked. All right. all right,
1: I have on my my list of like questions to do to ask a crazy question, but at the moment I'm drawing a blank. So except for things that are pig related, thanks to top three. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. I don't know. Yeah, Blue, do you have a crazy question that's related to anything we're talking about or just no. what is the... Okay, so what is the most absurd thing you've done in the last six months? We'll do something like that.
2: Is this a question for me or...
1: It is. And I'm going to make Blue answer it too.
2: Um, Well, in the yeah, in the last six months, by one more month until it's too old to fit in that category, my wife was offered a job in... The, uh, the capital city of the state, mm-hmm. and we just said yes, packed up, moved, and went looking for another job when we got here. Oh, nice. So she she had a job, obviously, but it's not, uh, not permanent full-time. It is contract work, so there's still uncertainty there. But um, mm-hmm. we made the move without as much security as we would have liked, but mm-hmm. it's paying off at the moment. So definitely You're not like- something I have done before and probably will never do again.
1: You also have kiddos, too, so that makes it a little even even more challenging.
2: Yeah, yeah I've got a, an eight-year-old and a two-year-old.
1: Oh, man. I could not imagine doing a cross-state move with a two-year-old. It was,
2: luckily, it was only 200 kilometers, uh, a two-hour gotcha. hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but the move before that, which was nearly three years ago now, that was 800 kilometers or a you nine-hour know, oh, wow. drive.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: I only had one one child at that point.
1: Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, that's Julie and I moved, and that was far enough and stressful enough with our two dogs. I could not imagine doing it with a child. Blue, are we, do we have any special announcements this week?
0: Mm, No. Uh, no. So let me hang on. Do we think no?
1: No, no. Okay. I get to do my question now.
0: Yes, you do get to do your question now.
1: Yay. Community question of the week. AKA Topic Starter. <laughs> so this week, the community question was related to Callus because we're talking about Callus. And, you know, I like Callus, but I don't like Callus. And Callus is kind of creepy and kind of silly and kind of really adult themed in the most weird of ways. But Callus wants us to grow fat with strength as we play his twisted games. Do you think we are purely entertainment, cleaning house, or being groomed for something more? I had 156 votes. The community decided overwhelmingly that we are being groomed for something different. We had a variety of responses, starting with men at arms. (laughs) Put, isn't this the same motivation as the witch who lived in the gingerbread house? (laughs) The scary thing is, he is not wrong.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. As as usual, but. Oh my.
1: Yeah. A lot of people mm, just I i can't get past it. I'm like trying to go professionally past this, but my head keeps getting stuck on the, the fact that Callus is bringing us into his house and one of us is going to get shoved in his oven sometime, which is really awkward. Anyway, uh, Beard actually says, I frankly, I don't think that he even actually knows. He just wants to feel like he matters in the universe, which may be the case. Callous is that person that sees his incoming, but instead of acting all sad, he just wants to party and flash his power, acting as though he's he'll bring the universe happiness before the end. When in reality, he's just another wanna wanna be that we could end any times. That was from Remy and Ziona, with her usual sass. Said food, we are food. Oh God, he's the cabal version of the Drifter. Stop eating everything, you creeps. You don't know where that warlock has been.
0: Get in so- my belly
1: yeah so everyone's got the consensus of uh either we're being groomed or we're gonna get eaten, which considering some of the voice lines that Wartner has delivered as well as Callus, I can see why that's a legitimate fear. What do you guys think? Do you think we're gonna get all what? being
0: groomed for something more or I just wish i had I had the audio clip of potato gagging
1: <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, he's
2: fattening us up. I wanna- like mm. pigs.
1: <laughs> what about um, you, Winky? Do you think we're being groomed for something more?
2: Um, I'm honestly not that interested in Callus, and I've never put too much thought into it. Just enjoying the loot as it comes my way. But um, everybody seems to have some pretty good points. Like um, as you, you mentioned, somebody meant, um replied that Callus is just a weakling, and we could kill him at any moment. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that one because Callus definitely has put uh, trials in front of us that weren't easy for Guardians in general. Mm-hmm. And we're we, we still yet to meet the man, but I imagine that the man would have to be more powerful than his trials, no?
1: Perhaps. We don't even know if he's still a, a, a cabal anymore. That was one of the things we had discussed a couple of weeks ago, in the, is the fact that, is he still in a physical form?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and we also know that he has some power behind him because of what happened with, um, oh, is it Argo when mm-hmm. i mean he he actually managed to teleport us out and save us so i mean i i'm going to double down with what winky's saying on that is like you know that that takes some power now whether or not it's you know consistent power or what he we he does have access
2: to a reservoir of sorts we do know that in on on that particular moment of rescue though could it not just be an in a ship transmount system similar to Hamlet. Right, we're but what I'm air saying air Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean even so even so, you know, it's it does indicate that he has access to that. And whether it's technology or magic or whatever, it does yeah. it is a component that yeah. is a tool set that he has, is what I'm saying. It's like even if it's not like even if it's not him, you know, teleporting us, it's you know, something on his ship or something like that, he's still he is still in control of it because he can he can augment and aim that particularly it's like you know any weapon if you will uh a weapon the owner of the weapon is still he they assume the power the of that weapon power. right yeah yes. so it's like even though it's not like you know with oryx and the uh the the taken king scene where he blasts everything with the the paracausal blast from the ship you know it augmented his power so like did he could he do it by himself i mean you could debate that maybe but it doesn't matter because he had the amplifier that was the dreadnought and that then tells tells everyone you know this is his power so similar to Callus and the leviathan right he has the leviathan he has the menagerie he has all these char- or these creatures that he's somehow populated the menagerie with uh, you know same as prison of elders you know, the queen is yeah, the yeah, yeah. And and so that all flows up to him as being the the uh, owner, the ruler, the wielder of that of that particular accumulated power.
1: What Neither do you think? Him. What do you think, Blue, beyond the uh the grooming question or the cleaning house type thing, what does he what does he really want with us on the on the Leviathan at this point?
0: I think you know um reading the chronicon and reading the commentaries and you know the little bit of the menagerie that i've managed to get through um and the information that i've like that i've done for this episode as well as just like out of my own curiosity uh the way that they have callus structured and we'll we'll get into this definitely but like the way that they have callous's presence in the game structured and the terminology that they use with like the Menagerie, the Leviathan, all these different loyalists and you know, all these different things. And then you have like the story with the Chronicon where you can kind of see the the self-fulfilling prophecies that they're trying to set up. Uh, you know, I lo- And a lot of people kind of joke and make fun of that, but it also does, it does give you an insight into, you know, that character's mindset of like what they want and i think that's pretty i mean i honestly i think callus is kind of blunt like he he's not really i mean he's hiding stuff yes he is definitely hiding things but it's not like you know savathun or you know all these like machinations blah blah blah. callus is just hiding things because you know he, he might have a a more basic plot that he wants to get through but like as far as like his end goal i think he's honestly kind of told everybody what his end goal is i mean he's kind of come out just come out and said i want to be there at the end to witness this and i want the strongest and the best of the best to be there with me and he sees that in the guardian or the guardians predominantly the guardian because of you know the traitor's fate because of our our role that our role in enacting that upon Gaul uh in all in all of our trials and errors that he's thrown at us they are they are tempering they're they are catalysts or they're crucibles if you will through which you know our our strength and our our ability to persevere is tested and as long as we're surviving he's going to continue rewarding that as you know it's a very it is very narcissistic it's very very uh stereotypical uh aristocratic uh you know attitude but it also i think i think it's pretty on, like it honest air quotes honest in the sense that he's pretty true to what he's saying as far as like his goals so far like i i haven't seen anything with callus that's like haha ha ha gotcha like it's not well, he, he hasn't really done it that,
2: does seem you know. like a Boisterous and feels untou- untouchable, sort of.
0: Right. Well, and and you get like and doesn't and,
2: care about letting his plans know because right the arrogance or pride or whatever. That, yeah, right. That one, huh. rather than any sort of conniving or scheming right. behind our backs,
1: or if he if it's just misdirection at this point because that right. is I mean, a very possible tactic as well.
0: Right. I mean that's that's a possible tactic. I mean it's just it's with with callous dare i say it it's kind of a refreshing change for the quote villain uh for because he's not really in he's he's kind of like a, a weird neutral antagonist at this point he hasn't like fully committed to being an antagonist just yet um but like all all up until especially because of the hive and you know the vex we don't we don't have a clear understanding we don't even really know what the vex are doing at this point mm-hmm. so they're they're their, their own mystery as it is. But the hive are actively based around misdirection. Like it, it's all about misdirection with the hive. Even the more simpler hive is all about misdirection and, you know, and uh, deferring the, the attention elsewhere while they do something. So, like, Callus is actually kind of refreshing in the sense that it's like, he's like, here, do this. And we're like, oh, okay. He's like, okay, good job. Here's a shiny toy. And it's like, what is, what's, where's the trap? And he's like, no, I just wanted you to do that. I just mm-hmm. wanted to see if you could like it's 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 one of those things where it's like I'm like okay do I agree with it no do I like it not really but I also find it kind of refreshing that it's just like it's literally just someone who seems like he's bored and he's just like I want to see if you can survive this random thing I don't know I, I think it's in that regard it's kind of an interesting twist because it's not a twist it's it's oh. uh for destiny it's it's a it's a plot twist because it's just kind of so far, it's been kind of A, B, C, D, you know,
1: right. Well, that kind of actually leads into just the the primary discussion for our introduction thing in the menagerie. Um, since that is the topic of tonight's chat, the the gauntlet of different activities that he has us go and do. Do you think that he? A, I mean, if he's kind of grooming us through it, if we talk about the different encounters themselves, a lot of those encounters are very similar to the raid mechanics that we've done throughout all of destiny. Um, the repost or repost or however you're going to say it, depending on if you're an actual fencer or not. Um, that is the same mechanic as crota raid. It's the sword mechanic where mm-hmm. you're just, you have to knock off the shield. And there's a bunch of different ones where you're pulling in some of those same raid mechanics. So are we just getting trained to be more efficient with those things? And why are we being trained for that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, I might have a different translation, but yeah, because okay. I, I mean, so, well, and that's kind of like, well, let's, let's run through housekeeping notes real quick and then we'll get into it. Cause I actually, I'm curious, cause there was a comment that you made earlier this week while we were talking offline that I think yeah to me at least explains what's going on with those uh but that might just be me being oversimplified in my understanding of it cuz i i honestly i haven't done a lot of the menagerie mostly because i'm not really interested in uh that mode um but the lore of it is it's it's a little bit, it's a weird one right it's actually like a lot of the information uh is not it's information that you can only get from like audio files like, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty much what you were saying and what I've kind of seen, because there's not a lot of information about the menagerie um, in, no in text. Choice. Yeah, there's no there's no particular law Yeah, but even then, it's but not like a lot. Us. Yeah. OK, but sorry. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, I know obviously everyone's looking forward to the discussion. Uh, so let's just get the standard housekeeping notes out of the way and then we'll get right into it. Last week, we discussed the extra lore topic for July, the Witcher series. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to rate. And if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes or comment on the episodes on Podbean or whichever podcasting app you use to enjoy podcasts. Reviews are extremely helpful as they not only let us know what we can do better for you, but also help to continue to expand the FFC family, allowing more and more perspectives to be heard. To those of you who have already taken the time to leave us a review, thank you. As many of you are aware, Focus Fire Chat is a community in which we offer the chance to dive into lore from within various titles and mediums, with a special focus on the Destiny universe. Every Friday at about 10pm Central, the podcast team gets together to stream a summary of the chosen topic for that week. The hope for this is to help encourage dives into aspects of game lore within both our Discord server and within the other communities we share the digital world with. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelornetwork.com, a central hub for content that covers a wide variety of different titles and mediums. Our full show notes for each week's topic will be posted there, so for the additional information or guest details, be sure to check out the site. Next week's topic is going to be an exploration into the lore book, Nothing Ends. That being said, however, we still want to hear your thoughts about this week's topic. Be sure to weigh in over in on the Discord and don't be shy in tagging any of the team in the conversation. We can't wait to read what your thoughts are. With all that being said, I want Green to kind of walk us through if you want, you know, what when we were saying a preparation for stuff, are you thinking so? Are you thinking like Preparation for a new raid, or what?
2: Because well, I guess
0: my question is, is like they're copies of, and I just I constantly see that that as a um, a theme with Callus. You know, we've had. That. Well,
1: I mean, the yeah, the conversation of him assimilating things. Yeah. Um, it may be just purely these are very standard game mechanics of things to do in the game, so we're going to utilize them again in a different way um most of the things that we have in the encounters the lamp lighting is similar to um dunking in kingsfall when you're getting ready to go into kingsfall so you're when you're in the lamp lighting thing you're picking up these orbs and you're dunking them into the different little lamps that burst up into purple flame we used to do that with the kingsfall raid when you were trying to get into kingsfall raid with the statues you had to go kill something, pick up an orb, and ch- run it all the way back and stunk it. Very similar uh, mechanic there. The hunt is—I couldn't necessarily tie that back to a raid mechanic. It was just stand on lit plates, don't d- die, kill the thing. So, in my res- in my mind, that's similar to Blind Well because we're standing on a point, making sure that things are dying around us and filling up that area with other things. Gauntlet. It's very similar to the original gauntlet back in Leviathan because you have to run through that um, little race area around the circle doing the jumping mechanics. Crystals is similar mechanic to the Last Wish with the Eye of Ribbon. So if you think the second encounter, after you do the first one, you get jump into the second encounter, you get the Eye of Ribbon, and you pick up the little crystals and you have to step on the thing and aim the crystals at each other to create the triangle to break the spell for the Techian that you have to kill granted you're not bursting crystals or anything like that but you're using the same game mechanic to, to make it work uh, Repost I talked about is the crota sword the mockery is similar mechanic to rift back in d1 where you're slamming energy into an area same thing kind of as, as the lamp lighting um, and Arcborn is also that same kind of mechanic where you're doing the do they even have those the patrols anymore where you use your sparrow the rift patrols
2: no uh, no i don't think, they, do
0: I don't think that, they have the ones where like i i know the dreaming cities where i hang out most of the time uh so mm-hmm. you have like the the shuro blessings that you go to and then they have the ones where you have to go to like a specific point to scout but yeah they don't i don't remember them having like the you're talking about the speed burst ones mm-hmm. yeah i haven't I haven't seen them in a while, to be honest. I, I don't really look for them, to be honest, mm-hmm. so I, I'm not really sure, yeah, they, but I, I haven't
2: seen them pop up, for me at least. They stayed in Destiny 1. Yeah. They definitely haven't come along.
1: That's true. I don't think many people did them because it was time, con- like, it, I don't know. I never really did those unless I was, it was forced to. Fire
2: team. They were over in a matter of moments. That's true. And they, uh, they were easy ways to farm patrols whenever you needed to.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my feeling, Blue. I don't know how you want to go on beyond that. We talked about assimilating. Is it Callus assimilating cultures and concepts that he's seeing? Kind of dive into that with you. Well, and I mean, that's,
0: yeah, that's like a very, you know, that's a connection to the Roman esque feeling that you get with the cabal in general. Um, You know, the other thing, (coughs) excuse me, the other thing that I, you know i i don't know if we should dive into it here or if in the advanced session but like the actual construction of the chalice too is kind of an interesting uh little tidbit of watching like where where that goes and where it comes from um let me see cuz i had i know there was there was some interesting Uh, references with the boss names that we'll definitely get into with um, the advanced, the advanced session or the advanced episode. Um, But like, just real quick. So like, you know, the whole menagerie, the whole thing with menagerie is this, this growing, this this quote, growing fat with strength, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, And the way that we do that is through the chalice of opulence. That's kind of, that's the, You know, both in the game mechanics and the lore, that's the way that you kind of get rewarded um, with it. You know, if you actually look at what you're supposed to be doing with the chalice, I I don't know if people would be doing as much as they do with the chalice because basically... Uh, this is from the quest is the way the way that the chalice works is Callus says my shadows are a chosen people selected from the best of the best from each world I've encountered restore the chalice so you may fill it to the very brim with the viscera of your enemies and do not forget to drink your fill how else will you grow fat from strength so for those who are playing you know the sheltered game uh viscera let me let me let me pull this up real quick for you visceral." is uh the word for this and of course google is trying to be helpful so viscera or viscera is the internal organs in the main cavities of the body especially those of the abdomen e.g the intestines so visceral is actually you're you're being encouraged to liquefy the internal organs of your kills put them in a chalice and drink your fill from that yay so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's just it's again, it's kind of a, it's a very, very Romanesque, very, very old world type thing of like you, you imbue yourself with the strength of your kill. You know, you, you eat the heart of your hunter, you know, whatever like that. Um, but mm-hmm. in in the process. So like real quick to just kind of walk through the process of the chalice, right? We initially receive a cracked chalice, uh, which we are then basically told, hey, this is a good way to grow fat from strength but you need to fix it you need to prove yourself this is all in the invitation and and so we are tasked with finding fragments of this chalice and you do this by defeating cabal on nessus once you've obtained uh i think it's 10 fragments you are then a tasked with acquiring something that you can use as an adhesive basically you're you're repairing this chalice literally you're rebuilding the chalice and we're tasked with using vex radioloria to adhe- to 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 Use as an adhesive. Now, I'm gonna come back to that because there's a couple weird things that I I don't think I've seen anybody mention about that particular component. So uh, you have to defeat Vex with melee kills to to harvest the 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 juicy centers, if you will. Um, and then basically when you combine the adhesive, you get a thing called the mended chalice. And in order to actually further repair it, so that's not even the actual chalice, that's just the mended chalice. So you now have the fragments that you've kind of patched together and glued with the aureliol fluid. Um, and in order to progress further, we have to, this is where we get to, where we have to go get imperials, uh, which is the currency that they introduced with the entire, you know, deals or the, the season of opulence. Um, and the way that we get our first infusion of Imperials is that we have to defeat a Cabal Colossus that is identified as the Sheotet Partisan, which is a callback that might be interesting. We will talk about that in a little bit, within the Conflux Lost Sector. Um, and so once you defeat that Colossus, you will go and you know do the Lost Sector. You go and open the cache, and you get, I think it's like 500 Imperials. You take your chalice back to Werner, and then Werner does his magic, and that's when you get the base chalice of opulence. So, and then every, and then going forward, every improvement to the chalice is acquired through the use of those imperials. So that's you know that's that's pretty basic. Everyone knows that's kind of there. Um, however. After you get the base chalice, in order to even uh, improve upon it further, you have to go up to the menagerie. You have to do a run through the menagerie at least once before you can, you know, acquire it. Lord <laughs> <laughs> fluids, gorilla glue. I just saw that at the corner of my eye. That's funny, uh, <laughs> but but it's it's like the the chal- So the chalice is basically it's a. It's a focus. It's a tool through which you are literally taking a blood sacrifice of your enemies and imbuing yourself with their their life force. Like I mean, it's that's what it is. It's it's the it's the ancient tradition of consuming and of imbibing the strength of those that stood against you. Uh, in a way, it so is kind you, of.
2: Would you liken that to the sword logic? I was and... just about to
0: say it's kind of kind of like a variation of it, um, except it's much more physical, right? Uh, sword logic sword logic is uh much more concerned with light the the spiritual essence the spiritual viscera if you will whereas this is much more this is actually physically you know this is the strength you you are growing physically fat from the strength of your kill you are consuming that which you have killed you are consuming that which you have defeated and overcome um and you know that's that's very in line with Callus. Callus is very very focused on the taste is impeccable. The the you know the the richness mm. of the royal wine. The, the all way this he stuff
1: describes Nessus is right absolutely but, creepy. Right, like, the and the wine made from Nessus.
0: Right, and and I mean he even gets in an argument with Jairus in the lore about how Jairus, like he's he's talking about the royal wine that's made from Jairus' home world. And it's like, and Jersey's is like, I don't find it that tasty. And he's like, what? You're a fool. Like, he's like, you know, they're just doing banter. And like, but I mean, like, that's, that's the thing to Callus is this whole concept of, of that, that uh, grotesque hedonism, that grotesque um, overindulgence of the opulence is really a very, very accurate term for Callus um but the the other thing is is like it's also really in line with the cabal we have that called out in destiny one cabal are not spiritual they are not uh people who who have a concept of ghost you know that's why with the cabal definition of a of a ghost is a dead person like Mm -hmm. that's that's it like they don't they don't you have the hive and you have i mean the vex are kind of like the hive mind not not in that sense but it's like a network it's it's very network based hive or very very focused on you know the the ascendant realm the spiritual realm and then you have the cabal who are very pragmatic very very roman they're very i mean not in the not in the roman sense of mythology but in the roman sense of this is what we need to do to get this done and dot 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 you know like very physical very pragmatic in that sense and so you see that trans that that uh translation would be not necessarily the best word but like that uh, interpretation of the concept of sword logic or interpretation of the the final shape if you will through the cabal's eyes this this actually makes a lot of sense that this would be what you see in it and i think with the menagerie you know, to kind of tie that back in the chalice again, is that, is that, uh, that focal talisman, whatever word you want to throw in there. It's the, it's the linchpin that is connecting it all. And so the, the, the challenge of the menagerie is simply a offering from callous to our guardian to not just prove ourselves through the might of combat, you know, might is right. Uh, but it's also a way to continue growing it's basically him providing us with a meal if you will for our strength it's it's the it's the way that he sets the table for those that he sees as shadows and i'm I'm curious honestly if that's not something that um i'm curious if that's something that the other shadows actually went through as well
1: interesting what do you think winky
0: it's
2: um all a bit above my pay grade. <laughs> it's. No I'm not 100% reason. sure, to be honest. Like, does it. We were touching on sword logic versus callous logic. Mm-hmm. The light has its own logic of mm-hmm. kill lots of things, gets stronger slowly, basically. Or am I wrong about that?
0: No, I mean, I think that's that's a fair assessment. It's, it's very akin to. It's, I find it kind of funny. It's very akin to playing a video game, uh, you, you experience, you gather experience and you strengthen and sharpen your blade against the experience of overcoming challenges. Um, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of people are, have compared the, the traveler's logic or the guardian's logic and sword logic. And I think for the, for the big sake of it, um, it comes down to the intent is is kind of where I see a difference with it, like sword like log- sword logic. Wow, sword logic, the hive logic is very um, egocentric. It's very uh, self focused and and building the self up. Whereas the guardians are very allocentric. They're very you know group. It's it's all about the pack, the pack mentality versus the the single hunter mentality. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a fair that's a fair summary of what the light does as well
2: yeah so i'd i'd liken the the sword logic more to um a dark souls rpg okay but in a, a hardcore fashion so one life go as far as you can
1: mm-hmm.
2: whereas the light just just for a different point of perspective the light is keep going until you get it right I th- that's my view on their approach i can see that yeah yeah just
1: okay blue is there any other basic information about the menagerie, like the very overarching, not going into super detail, that we want to touch on before wrapping the introduction episode?
0: I mean, I think, so... Because uh... there's so much we
1: can go into in the deep I know, aspects yeah. of it. I'm trying it's, to think. It's the hard thing. So we didn't talk about the bosses here. We talked about the encounters. Um, I'm ass- I mean, I'm, doing, I'm having the problem of assuming that everybody knows how the encounters work. Which we can get into more in the advance episode if we need, if need be.
0: I mean, I'd almost but. also ask, and this is this is because honestly, I I am I am one of the ones that do not know how the encounters work. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because I don't. I've run it like once, and I was like, nope, not doing that again. Um, because I don't like, I don't I don't like being forced into small. I yeah. Anyways, um, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of the mechanics, which is not a surprise to really anybody who's probably listened to me more than once i love the story uh and i think that it's really cool but i haven't i haven't noticed anything that's like missing necessarily because i don't understand the mechanics mm-hmm. um so i'm just curious like i'm that'll definitely be a conversation we can have in the advanced session because i'm I'm curious if there is something that you know kind of explains so i know with like the big one of the big things that kind of was glaring to me as the Arkborn situation uh but that's again because of a lore connection because kallus okay. is a dirty dirty liar um thought you want to say something else oh yeah well in. yeah i there was there was another word in my head i i anyways um you know i think the other thing is and we'll get into this with the lost lore in the advanced session, but like, just like a really basic meaning of what menagerie is. Cause I know I made a comment about, you know, well, you know, with the words that are being used, this kind of makes sense. A menagerie is really, um, you know, in modern parlance, it's a collection of wild animals that's kept in mm-hmm. captivity, captivity for exhibition. It's, it's literally a circus of kind of types. Um, now, the historical notes, like I said, I'm going to get into. That's actually the lost lore uh, for that will be coming up later, as uh, the 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 historical growth of that term. Uh, it it actually has a really fascinating connection to what we see uh, from a mechanic standpoint. I think as well. Um, but like that's that's a that's a cool kind of thing because I think it does a pretty good job just in the the basic definition of kind of showing what it is like what what is this you know why do we have people who have reactions to menagerie before they even step foot into it you know like why do i because i knew like i don't understand the mechanics of it but i know what it is going into it or i knew what it was going into it because the name kind of gave it away i don't know if that makes mm. sense but like it's like oh okay this is so we're going to see this and we did see that like it was like the the mini games that are in it or i refer to them as mini games the challenges that are in it all that stuff fall in line with what a menagerie actually is historically uh it's it's uh it's, it's an exhibition for the entertainment of air er, uh nobility and so you know that's that's what it is and then if you look at that, and you take a step back and you say, okay, why does Callus doing this? Well, Callus is fascinated with entertainment. Uh, he, you saw that even back before he became obsessed with the end of the everything, because uh, that was one of the things that he did with Gaul, with the Colosseum. Uh, and again, it's also something that's very akin to the Roman theme. Uh, interesting factoid again i'll get into this but interesting factoid is the romans actually didn't have the word menagerie that was not a term that the romans used for this they they would have animal displays in the Colosseum or in gladiatorial combat but they didn't refer to them as menagerie menagerie was a term that didn't come about until several centuries later but um but like that that idea of Uh, combat display for entertainment and you know betting on on i think was it the gauntlet is the one where you have to like run through stuff that was that was something that was very very common within gladiatorial combat uh and so this is all very in theme with what callus and the cabal do this is this is their this is their thing uh and so that's why when you started talking about like you know are we you're seeing a lot of the mechanics from other raids i'm like yeah it makes sense because they're reenacting these battles they're actually doing battle reenactments in his theater that's what he's doing he's entertaining those or he's entertaining himself and maybe some some other people um Mm -hmm. with the battle reenactments i mean go for anyone who's interested go look up the history of battle reenactments within the Colosseum in rome it's fascinating what that place is able to do uh, they I mean, just real quick, they they filled it up with salt water to reenact a naval battle and they had actual ships in the Colosseum. They, they I mean, like they built this thing where it was actually capable of being a miniature ocean and they had legit naval battles on it to just for reenactment, just for the entertainment to the crowds. And and that's like that was a, a, a common thing was this this like reenactment of battles. That's how they taught their their populace about the greatness of Rome is, you know, they would they would have the reenactments of battles within it. And so you're kind of sitting here and you're looking at the menagerie and it's like, yeah, that's kind of what's going on here, because you're expected to overcome the challenge in these in these different encounters. And you're like, oh, hey, you overcame this. Show people how you overcame it using the knowledge from those mechanics, and and that's where I'm seeing the assimilation, uh kind of to tie see. back into the Rome. I think I think that the menagerie is really just a uh, a um, a theater for Callus, uh, and just and he's also though,
1: cause we well, but anybody else is watching,
0: right? But I mean. I mean, at the moment we know that he's watching, but like, I, I mean, we have the entire, like there's references to entire scion courts, there's references to other, uh, nobility sometimes, you know, there's, there's definitely other characters that are in play and it's not something that is un. It's not what I'm trying to say. It would not be unheard of or would not be a surprise to me. Sorry. I don't know why this sentence is bugging me. It would not be a surprise to me if Callus is using our displays within the menagerie as a source of entertainment and gambling to other creatures or beings of import to him. Because that's what he would do with Gaul in the Colosseum. He would force his his political enemies to bet against Gaul, knowing full well that Gaul was going to win. And so... You know that's where you kind of see, and then the the entire concept of rewarding your gladiators that's also not historically inaccurate. That would that happened all the time. If a gladiator did well, they would be rewarded with a you know a particular uh, woman or a particular new set of armor. You know it, it was, and gladiators who did well, even though they were slaves they could have better lives than the, po- the general population i mean they they were the equivalent of of a rock star you know if you, if they did well if they were very locked into a contract right yeah i mean yeah well and literally they're i mean they don't really have a choice right they it's like hey yeah. if you don't go in here you're going to get killed like you you're either going to die or you're going to get you know you're going to die either way do you want a chance to you know at least take out a few people and maybe maybe get some fame in the sense you know Spartacus I think that name Mm. might ring a few bells out there um and so yeah I mean it's it's like to me it's just I see a lot of the Roman influence within the menagerie and I I like it I like it but I don't know
1: what do you think Winky is there anything that about the menagerie that you that stands out to you as far either mechanic-wise, uh, story-wise, theory-wise, anything, I I am with you in the fact that I am not a huge fan of Callus lore, so that aspect is kind of like eh. But there are things about Menagerie that I find interesting,
2: like um, like like what exactly? Well, if you don't mind me turning the question around onto you for a sure. moment.
1: So the what kind of what Blue was saying the the concept of recreating some of the same battles and doing them in a, an interesting new flavor, new way and pushing us in some ways we're, we're also cleaning the Leviathan for him by getting rid of all these combatants but we're being pushed through very particular way, pushed through it in very particular ways. It's not just we can go in and kill it in any way. We want to he's having us do these things because with certain mechanics imitating certain other and it makes me wonder, like Blue was saying with the whole Colosseum Pie, if it is literally just him entertaining himself by having us recreate our, our exploits in his way.
2: Yeah. I'd, I'd never really put the two together, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I'm probably in the middle crowd where I didn't get to play as much as everybody else before the um, the population dropped off. But mm-hmm. You mentioned that uh, one of the encounters you thought was similar to Rift.
1: Mm-hmm, or Blindwell. The, it would have been the...
2: Ma-
0: <clears throat> mockery.
1: Mockery is one of them, and then there's another one that is very similar. Let me pull that back up. Uh, Arkborn, you also have to slam, even though you're yeah. gathering the, the little beams and whatnot.
2: I'd um, never really noticed the similar the similarities to the Rift mechanic or the, the King's Fall opening mm-hmm. mechanic either um but i'm not a hundred percent sure on what i feel about the menagerie it's mm-hmm. I've, I've sort of gone into there with the approach that i believe the guardian has where it's just a, a quest for loot yeah it's um i go in there do as i'm told come out with a shiny new weapon and that's very true that's what i believe has been a major drive for the guardian
1: Stepping um, away from the lore a little bit, do you think that the removal of the ch- uh, chest farm has kind of killed the game type a little bit?
2: Yes, not without without a doubt we've we've seen it. I've seen it in my clan. I used to have people online late at night when I got on who would still be up for a couple of rounds, but I haven't done menagerie since the patch now because nobody else is interested, and mm-hmm. it's only really worth doing the heroic version. I've actually, if, if you're up to the light level of the heroic version,
1: yeah, I've yet to actually try the heroic version. Is there any difference in it, or is it just purely don't die?
2: It's pretty much just don't die. Um, obviously, at the end of it, you are 10 to 20 light levels underleveled by, mm-hmm. by force, but um, you need to not die and perform well enough to get to the boss.
1: Okay, and the bosses are the same in everything,
2: yep. Okay. Yeah, there's no difference there.
1: Nice.
2: Um, That's awesome. So bad. Every, everything you learned in the normal version is applicable to the heroic version.
1: Which of the the items, the I'm trying to think, the runes, which of the items were you going for the most? Were you an Ostringer-type person, Dustrock, Beloved?
2: I started with an Ostringer, but then I got a the, the apparent god roll for PvP on my first one, so I didn't oh. really know what to do for this, so I just started... Um, Collecting them all to add to my collections, and I've done all but I think the Titan and Hunter armor. Um, <clears throat> nice. But um, yeah, I wasn't really using it for hunting for God rolls, Espe- especially not now, considering that you only get one chance per twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, if you make so, it, unless it's that a Menagerie
2: path. exclusive weapon, it's right. not worth the time.
1: Not anymore. No. All right. Blue, do we want to kind of roll into the final thoughts and shout-outs of everything before switching over to our advanced episode?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah. Uh, I think that would be good. So All do you... right. Final final thoughts. I mean, I feel like I've I've expressed my final thoughts. I don't want to take up any more speaking time if I don't have to because I feel like I talked a lot there at close to the end. So I'll, I'll let Green, Green, go. Save me,
1: final. Green. Yeah, huh. This is normal. Um, Final thoughts on Menagerie. Menagerie is an interesting um, game type that allows you to experience a lot of different raid mechanics. If you are not a raider, this is a way to learn the raid mechanics. Granted, it's not in the same situations, but there are different things that you have to do on a regular basis in raids that show up in this. It is a good way to do that. It is a good way to learn that. It is not a good way to farm any more, but I don't find it Completely horrendous to play. I just it's not something I am going to go into consistently. Personally, Winky. Final thoughts.
2: Um, it it has definitely become boring and killed off. Mm -hmm. To be to be very blunt about it, it it had the opportunity to be that PVE repeatable activity that everybody sort of wanted it to be. Yeah, and we've been wanting something similar since the Prison of Elders in House of Wolves.
1: Do you think if they would have had no chest farm at the very beginning, would we be this salty about farming for specific roles or farming for specific weapons?
2: I know that there are a lot of salty people in regards to that, but I don't think everybody is. I understand a bit of why they did it, but Mm -hmm. if we'd never had the chest farm to begin with, I think maybe... It's a it's a fifty fifty chance, isn't it, whether it was just going to never take off or if people would still be playing it semi regularly now, just doing their one or two a week to uh to have a go at those rolls.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, we we've tasted the sugar coating and now we don't want normal bread, so
1: That's true. Gosh. We want that cinnamon roll.
0: No, they have they have <laughs> fairy exactly right. the
2: fairy bread, isn't isn't
0: it fairy bread? Or fairy, fairy bread?
2: Yes. Is fairy that? I
0: think it's fairy bread. Yeah. What is this? Yeah.
2: It's um, bread, butter, hundreds and thousands.
0: It's a lot of sugar.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. It's
0: it's, it is, it's it's like a it's um, a favorite
2: kids' party treat
0: for kids. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. I think it's is it pre, it's predominantly in in Australia, right? Isn't that because or does? That's where I've that's that's where I heard from it or about it is from uh we we had a couple of Australians in the clan way back when we were still on D one and they were telling they were talking about it they were also trying to convince us to go out and get Vegemite which I still don't believe anybody um, <laughs> I'm like I'm not going near it but they were they were telling about it's like it's basically like uh bread butter and then it's I think the best example that I got was like it's like sugar sprinkles like the oh god um it's sugar the sprinkles? it's the I just, gosh, it's the it's the sugar pellets that are terrible uh, on cupcakes hard. sprinkles they're, yeah they're just it, round sprinkles yeah they're just like little sugar I don't know I'll I'll look it up green I'll send you it I'll send you like but yeah okay. no. It's it just cracks me up because it's like yeah you've had fairy bread now you don't want regular toast um the uh I the thing that I wanted to ask though and back to go back to really be serious is, do you think that mm. mechanic, do you think that mechanic is, um, or do you think the, the concern or the lack of interest is that even in light of the control of the, the outcome that the chalice offers, because that's the big difference, right? Is that we actually have a, the through the chalice from a game mechanic standpoint, you can actually put in recipes to you mm-hmm. know, guarantee that you're going to get a, a masterwork, blah, 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 you know, whatever, um, even in even in the light of that is that I mean obviously the interest is what it is, but with that being the case, is that something that we're just seeing the the time it takes is too great, or is it I'm just curious where the
2: the the lack of interest comes from I hadn't thought about that, but I think you're right if with that control, if we'd never had the the loot chest glitch, the control definitely would have been a, a a prolonging factor in keeping menagerie alive for sure
0: yeah because i mean like that was even, that was me if, to me it's if, like if you run prison of elders you're like you know you had the rng of like which it, it could pay off really good but often it was like yeah oh, here's a blue ingram you know the the right. blue ingram but, but i can but,
1: run i can run three lost sectors in the edz for farming a dust rock farming for a dust rock in the time it takes to do one
2: menagerie now or yes, i can do yeah. like so 5 it, or 6 really, yeah so it, or it's, it's yeah. probably better for armor mm-hmm. more than anything because i believe menagerie can roll enhanced i think
0: yeah, yeah. they can roll uh you can roll i think it's like four different sets and then you i mean like the recipe you can get some pretty good combos going with the recipes oh, yeah. with the the, the chalice and so I'm just curious. Uh, it seems to me, looking from an outsider's perspective, looking in, it's like, okay, so is it the is it that it doesn't have the right recipes, or is it that it's just taking too long to get to the end result? You know, where's the where's the balance tipping? To me, I think that might be a conversation also to have offline. But um, to me, I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like I'm looking at the the logarithm of what what's all going into the disinterest. And I agree. I think you know the. The, was it, the chest glitch or chest whatever you want to refer to it as, I think that kind of soiled or spoiled a lot of people's taste to it because now you know what you're missing instead of, you know, not ever mm. even knowing about it. But I'm just curious, I was just personally curious, Is do you think, is there a way to redeem it, like is basically where I'm getting at? Is there a way to take the information here and recreate it with
2: like a less of a
0: grind or something?
2: If they wanted to redeem Menagerie, I think the best way to do that would do maybe add a fourth slot to the chalice that lets you pick one perk. Oh, oh. that would be cool. Okay, yep. so
1: you get uh, like Dust Rock with Slide Shot or something like that if you yeah. put a certain rune in. That would be interesting.
0: That would be a fun. Yeah, I can see that too, because I think it's also really cool if you start like because I I was just going down the rabbit hole of all the recipes and like all the cool different things and we'll get into that in the advanced session but like it's kind of i mean like it's pretty impressive the the degree of control that you actually have over over what you get like i'm like i'm like this is like you can get some really specific recipes
2: uh going for Mm -hmm. stuff yeah Mm -hmm. including with armor you can even choose your um stats on it Yes, oh, really? so, yeah. You can I did do not know
0: stats them. stats, elemental resistance, and I think to a degree the the mod like the 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 flavor of mod. Yes, in the
2: masterwork, yeah.
0: No I oh, mods mods. mods, mods are a random change. Yes,
2: yeah, entirely, right. And you can slot them yourself afterwards by choice. But
0: that's right, that's you right. Choose uh it's yeah. this set. So you get the set, you get the I think it's the armor stat bonus and then you also can do masterwork and then also the uh elemental resistance you can determine that as well like i mean it's it's ridiculous like i think it's uh I uh, oh gosh who is it um
2: that was the masterwork wasn't it the elemental resistance
0: uh well it's like handling yes. reload velocity or stability oh no that's that's weapon sorry i well, have that sorry i'm yeah it's the yeah, is is the, the, um, yeah 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 no i like i like that because like i have the full recipe guide that they posted over on reddit and it's like it's an impressive spreadsheet like i was opening i was looking through it and i was like just from a mechanic standpoint the the way that this information has been gathered and assimilated is just be like just boggles my mind the Mm -hmm. amount of information and so like and there's and there's a lot of things where it's like if you put this rune in this slot and this rune in this slot and you know and they like they've efficient like they've got like the the evolution path of the best way to grow the chalice and what all that I'm like, it's, it's got a lot of control in it, but it sounds to me like it's a matter of the time, the time put in does not warrant the, the benefit coming out. And I think that also might be part of the, the, uh, what you guys were talking about with the appearance, Frustrated. the, the frustration that stemmed from that, um, the, uh, exploit glitch, whatever you want to call it. Mm hmm. Well, but yeah there's
1: also the 300 seconds they give you but anyway
2: well cuz that was yeah okay
1: but so
2: in well, in regards to that spreadsheet um mm-hmm. raytech.org has also made an interactive one where you just pick oh, a weapon and it's Oh nice it
1: shoots. Ooh, that's cool
2: I can give you the link to that one if you want yeah That'd be I'll, if you we can put those shoot, in show notes I was about
0: to say shoot that over in the discord and I'll put it in the show notes yeah definitely yeah all right so that's that's a wrap on the intro session so you guys will hear this first thing uh next week and then um what am i trying to say uh
1: wrapping up the show thank you for listening to this intro session with a fractured winky
0: green's so much better at this
1: (laughs) green green has done a lot of uh voiceover stuff anyway but Uh, We can find you all over the place as a fractured Winky. Is that correct? 100%.
2: Heck
1: yes. All right. So I don't know how to close off this one. We still don't have a sign off. Blue, are you? And
0: that's how the cookie crumbles.
1: Oh, no.